You are listening to the Living Inside Out podcast and I'm your host, Tox Arotere. This is episode five. Welcome to the Living Inside Out podcast, where we believe we don't get what we desire, we get what we intend. Episode five is the principle of intention. How are you doing? Listen, I need to begin my diet ASAP because it hit me the other day that my work clothes probably will not fit Lockdown has been an extended vacation and I have enjoyed the break, but I will not be pleased if I'm unable to fit into my clothes, especially my navy blue wax A-line dress. I got to wear that only once or twice last summer and I really miss that dress. (laughs) That's what's been up with me. Oh, but I want to share a hack. WhatsApp web. If you work on the computer a lot, and that's everyone I guess in this season, and you don't use WhatsApp web, you should. It's basically WhatsApp on a big screen without you having to use your thumbs or having to keep picking up your phone. Just have a tab open. And I mean, of course, this is if you use WhatsApp a lot. I do. I use it for personal and business use. So I'm always grabbing my phone and checking my messages. I don't have notifications on, but I check my WhatsApp messages fairly regularly. So the web is great because you get the notification, you have a browser on, you don't need to keep reaching out for your phone. And I bet it reduces the risk of RSI as well. If you haven't been using it, try it and see and let me know. The principle of intention. I love the graph in dictionary.com. Don't know if you ever go down to have a look at it when it shows you the usage of a word over time. I find it really fascinating, especially when it shows a dip in the usage of a word and then it spikes up again because for some reason that word is enjoying a resurgence. Intention is one of such words. It's obviously an old word, like all English words are old. (laughs) But in recent times, especially because we live in the self-help age, that word has come back up again. So it's enjoying a spike right now on its graph. Because we're being told to be intentional about our days, be intentional about our plans and our words. And it means to be thoughtful about things and to be deliberate. But will it surprise you that if I told you after all this whole history I've given you on the word that that's not the intention I'm referring to? Here's the dictionary definition. An act or instance of determining mentally upon some action or result. A second definition reads, the end or object intended, purpose. I believe in going with the flow of life. And for me, that means following the winding path of my life, wherever it's leading to, whether it goes left or right or straight, I believe that following that path regardless of the challenges that I face, will allow me to acquire the blessings that I'm meant to receive that God has given me and 
encounter the obstacles that are designed to strengthen me and, you know, form my character, because I believe that both blessings and obstacles are ours. I don't think that obstacles and challenges are um, not meant to happen to us. So it was in one of those going with the flow moments that I met my mentor, Roland, and he went on to mentor me for three years or so. Meeting him remains one of the most incredible stories of my life, but I'm not going to share that today. I will, but not today. One day I had a meeting with my mentee because I'm also a mentor to others. And as we wrapped up, I gave her some tasks to carry out. I was excited about the session we had just completed because I helped her to recognize uh, the clear path to where she was headed. I was getting ready to leave when it hit me that even though I'd had this seasoned mentor who had been the CEO of some world famous brands, I hadn't made the progress that I hoped I would. So I dug into my mind to find out what really was going on. I do this by journaling and as I've mentioned in the past, but what I uncovered shocked me. It turned out that whenever I had meetings with my mentor, I felt overwhelmed by his experience and his success and his bank balance, which I could only imagine. And I measured all of my own lack of experience, my perceived lack of success, my empty bank account. I measured it up against his and I felt small and inadequate. And one thing I know for sure is that or every single action is brought about by a feeling. Your feelings drive your actions. You don't act on something that you don't feel like acting on. So it means then that because I felt small and inadequate, my actions were tailored to remove that feeling. So I've mentioned being surrounded by love and positive words in my childhood in the previous episode. Well, one of the disadvantages, or should I say the byproducts of being told you're smart or intelligent is this, a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is one that believes that they were born with a set or um, a set, albeit an abundant amount of intelligence, but a fixed amount of intelligence. So while they are confident in their own abilities, people with a fixed mindset also think that they're drawing from a limited pool of knowledge and brain power. So the mindset then means that when they reach a brick wall or they encounter a problem that they cannot solve, they would be the ones to believe that it's because it's not solvable, because they think I'm very smart. And if I can solve it, then it's not possible. And, and there is no room for growth compared to a growth mindset that believes there is always room to learn. There's always room to grow. So picture that fixed mindset of mine, along with an, a mindset that believed performance was a sign of intelligence you start to get an idea of why I felt I needed to be affirmed. It followed that I expected recognition of my efforts in our meetings and I'd do or say anything to bring about that praise. 
Now, of course, you know that this is all subconscious and it wasn't immediately obvious to me until I started to peel back the layers. Episode two talks a bit about layers. In other words, while I had said I wanted guidance from an experienced CEO while genuinely desiring to grow my business, my intention in each meeting was to alleviate the feeling of smallness that I had. So the words I spoke, the agreements I made, the actions I took were all done to feel more than enough or to get the affirmation I was looking for. Here's some news for you. We don't get what we want. We get what we intend. My desires said one thing, but it was really my intention that got executed. So I've been on this journey of learning and so far I've learned that my desires are from God and my intentions must align with each goal. I've also learned not to dismiss any longing, even the small ones. Instead, I investigate and I uncover every single route. For example, the plan to marry a wealthy man may stem from a feeling or a need to feel secure. So once you've identified what that route is, you can address that need and amend your actions accordingly. Here's another example. What's your definition of success? If you believe success is chasing after money, then that's all you'll do and that's all you'll get. And have you heard that money can't buy happiness? But if, on the other hand, you believe that success is fulfilling the reason you were created, then you will enjoy a more holistic lifestyle and you will enjoy a more holistic fulfillment. I believe success is living the life you were created to live so you can positively influence the lives that have been assigned to you. So what's the difference between desire and intention? Desire, I believe, comes from your purpose. And when I say desire, I mean more of a overall dream or a goal, like a lifetime goal or a lifetime dream. You know, the ones that you can't shake away and you've always had and you have this strong desire and this need to become something or to do something. Whereas intention is formed in your mind in response to something you believe or a situation that you find yourself in. Intention could even be formed in response to an emotion that you're experiencing. Let's use the example of self-doubt. Having feelings of self-doubt might lead you to create a new intention, one that gets rid of that feeling of self-doubt. So while it's great to address limiting beliefs, and you should, your aim should never be just to feel better. Instead, you should work towards unearthing whatever the cause is of the belief that you have. Because if you're only working to change your emotions and you don't address the source of the feeling you're having, it's comparable to dressing up a wound that is festering with plaster without really cleaning it out or treating the cause, or even treating appendicitis with painkiller instead of removing the whole appendix in surgery. If you don't know what your 
overall desire is or you don't have a dream or you haven't identified that deep longing in your heart, you will end up being impulsive and you will create short-term fixes. And those fixes might seem to work, but then what they do is divert you from the direction that you should really be going. So it's important for us to be very clear about what we truly desire and not be afraid to express it. I know that I used to hold back from expressing my big dreams because I was scared they will never come to pass and, and, and they'll end up mocking me. I have found that desires don't have the same urgency that an intention does. As a matter of fact, intentions are intense. They are impulsive. They are kind of stronger and more punchy, I would say, than, than a desire. Other synonyms for intention include aim, determination, impulsion, from the word impulsive, plan, motive. You know, what's your motive? That's another word for it. End, what's going to happen at the end? So intention is defined as a determination to act a certain way. You know, you could say, I'm going to do it. And you do, you have an intention to do it. But a desire, on the other hand, is to long for something or hope for something. And you may not have a determination or a plan to carry it out. An example comes to mind of from the book, The Alchemist. That's my favorite book. And in The Alchemist, we meet Santiago, who is the uh, the protagonist in the story. And he is having a conversation with a crystal merchant who was very kind to him, took him in and, and was uh, gave him a job to do. And Santiago, who is in search of what's called his personal legend, which is his purpose, asks the crystal merchant, what is your true desire? What is your personal legend? What do you really want out of life? And the crystal merchant replies that I've always wanted to go to Mecca on pilgrimage because it's one of the requirements of Islam. And my plan when I was a little boy was that I'll grow up and I'll one day have a shop and I'll save enough money and I'll go on pilgrimage. And they're standing in this man's shop and he obviously has the money to go. So Santiago asks him, so why, why haven't you gone? And he go, he said that the truth is I've seen people wealthier than me going and I've seen people poorer than me going as well because they go past my shop on the way to, to the pilgrimage. And I see when they come back and when they come back, there is the, the glow on their face and the joy that they have is indescribable. And I fear that once I go and come back, I'll have nothing more to live for. So I would rather keep hoping that I'll go than making the plan to actually go. So I'm paraphrasing a lot of it here, but what was happening here was the fear that after his dream was realized, there'll be nothing more to hope for and nothing more to live for. And this tells me that we can have a desire and have no intention of seeing that desire materialize. And that's what was happening with me. I had a desire to see my business grow, but I clearly did not have an intention to make it grow. I didn't have a daily intention. I did things to make me feel productive every day. 
but those things were not actually productive. An example I mentioned, um, I think I did mention it last in the previous episode was business cards. When I was uh, in my earlier days of running my business, I would attend networking meetings and I will collect business cards from everyone and everyone because I thought that's what I was supposed to do as a businesswoman. And especially because I saw other people doing the same and I felt, oh, I've got to do the same. And my intention in those meetings was not to contact the people whose cards I was collecting. My intention was not to grow my business using those cards. But really what it was, was to feel that I was growing my business and to feel that I was a real businesswoman. And so we now know that desire is one thing that never goes away and your intention is quite another. And the two may be polar opposites. I believe that our desires are rooted in God and our intention is really does not have a root. (laughs) I believe that our intention is more of a byproduct or an offshoot or a reaction to something else, which like I said, might be an emotion or a feeling or an activity or something that happened. And because of that, it means that the two of them may be polar opposites. So in the example of my mentor, I had an ongoing desire to see my business grow. But in my meetings, I experienced an impulsive need to feel worthy and to feel affirmed. And because my intention was that strong, <laughs> that's exactly what ended up happening. I would tailor the words I, would, I said to him to bring about the words that I wanted to hear, the words of praise. And I would tell him about, oh, I had that celebrity client and I had this happen and that happened. And he would be like, well done, well done. And I went away feeling the buzz. So my intention is actually what ended up happening. I wanted affirmation. I got affirmation, but my desire for business growth did not happen. Since this realization, I now stop to check the intention behind every word or action before I allow it to come out. It doesn't mean I always succeed because there are times I'm like, sod it, I don't care. The words are halfway out anyway. Let's just roll with it and let it come out. So I check my intention and then I change it to match the outcome that I want. Or I change my action to match my intention because intention isn't always bad. But either way, I believe that The two of them in alignment is the only way that truth can prevail. And it's the only way for us to live authentically. While I was soul searching during this time, I asked myself this question and I want to ask you as well, what do you really want? So I wrote down what I wanted and none of the sentences in the long paragraph had ever been shared with the people who could make it happen not one. Instead, what I was doing was skirting around the issue, wanting to come out clean. I didn't want to go through the risk of rejection, but that day was a turning point in my life. And I determined that I had nothing to lose. So I faced the fear of being embarrassed and being told no and being laughed at in my face. I faced the embarrassment and I went for it because now I recognize that even though intention was a stronger, more intense 
feeling than desire. I recognized that my long-term desire and my long-term goal had way more value than anything I could do in that, any feeling or any intention that I had in that moment. So I began to talk more and more about my truth and my desire and my goals. And the more I shared, the more I believed in them. The more I believed, the more I acted out what I believed. And finally, my daily intentions began to line up with my desires. Again, it's still very much a work in progress, still ongoing. But this has taught me that we can create a new reality simply by addressing our motives. I remind my boys regularly of the power of the mind to deceive them. You can be so certain that you're going in one direction, but in reality, you're 30 degrees off course. And just because you know what you want out of life does not mean you're actually going to get it or you're working towards it. So I'm going to leave you with three tips on how to harness the power of intention. Number one, be introspective. You've got to take time to explore your soul. And I know you already do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Why do you think the things you do? What is the source of your emotions? Don't brush over emotions or your imagination. Take every single one of them seriously. Because if you woke up in the morning and went to the bathroom and looked in the mirror and you saw a large mole suddenly appearing on your nose, you will notice. So why don't you stop and notice what's going on inside you? Tip number two is to be honest. Because if you can't be honest with your own self, you will not be able to accept the honest truth that others give you. Your emotions and feelings and desires can never define you unless you insist that they do. Be honest with the emotions and thoughts that are unpleasant, are unsavory, the ones that make you feel uncomfortable because number one, that's not who you are. They're just feelings. They're just emotions. They're just thoughts. So you teach yourself who you are and don't leave it to external forces or other people to define you because emotions can be triggered by something going on outside. And if you decide that you are who you feel you are because of an external force, then you've really just allowed some random situation to define you for you. And it always passes. Emotions always go on. My third tip is to check your intentions and your desires should be the yardstick for your intentions. That's what you measure intention against. Successful people write their goals regularly and even have a vision board to put their ideas at the forefront of their mind. But if you're not clear about your desire, how will you even know whether or not your intentions line up? I believe that our goals and our desires should always form the backdrop of our mind. And intention is what you do every day to bring that, that, to bring that desire to life. Quite simply, intention is the gap between your desire and the action that you take. I shared recently on social media my experience at an awards evening. I'd gone with a friend and 
I still struggle sometimes to network. You know, sometimes I find it awkward. And she struck, we were standing together and she struck a conversation with a gentleman and it was quite interesting. And then at the end of it, she did what you would normally do, which was ask for his business card. Meanwhile, I was dipping in and out of the conversation so that I did not show my awkwardness. And she asked for his card and he gave it to her. Here's the big deal for me. I did not ask for his card as well, because in the past, like I mentioned, I was the collector of business cards and I didn't even know why I was doing it. So I'll end up with a pile of cards and not even know what to do with them. The act of collecting cards gave me the feeling that I knew what I was doing and and I was building my business by expanding my network. But in reality, I was only doing it because that's what they were all doing. I believe harnessing the principle of intention will close the gap between your desire and arriving at your goal. Because if you are taking the correct action daily, then you are walking in the correct direction, in the right direction. This happens to be one of those topics that has no end. So we will certainly come back to it again. I have two things to say. One I want to know your thoughts on this episode. I confess that I struggled with it a lot because I was trying to squeeze it all into 20 or 25 minutes and it's just so wide and um, I do want to know your thoughts on it. And my second request is to connect with me on social media so we can chat some more about it. My handle is my first name and my surname, no spaces or dashes. So it's Talks Arotere and that's Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. I'm very active on Instagram and Facebook and on LinkedIn as well, much more than I am on Twitter, but I am on Twitter. Also, I would ask that you tell a friend about this podcast so we can all grow together. And don't forget to rate it on iTunes. Thank you for listening and remember to leave always from the inside out. <laughs>